Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you for joining us here at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network at MSW Media. Because you are fabulous. Amazing. You know what else? You're amazing. You know what else is amazing, Angela? What? The people who support us through Patreon. Thank just you. just say thank you. Your support allows us to do these podcasts. We cannot thank you enough. And if you're not a supporter, but you have the resources to maybe give us a little thumb, go to Patreon right now and do it. Yeah. Because if you do that, we get to send you our, our gratitude, our thank you in the form of three micro idiots a week. What? Yes. And when you join now, you have over 500 idiots, micro idiots of stories that have never been heard, never will be heard. So they're specifically and only for our Patreon audience. And if you have ever sent us an idiot and went, how come you didn't call out my name? You know where we called you out? It's probably there. On the Patreon. It's probably there. That's Mm -hmm. where it is. And we also want to thank everyone who's gotten a Cameo. You go to Cameo.com and you can order a specialized video made just for you to give as a gift or for yourself from us. Carry Frangela around in your pocket, why don't you? Do it. And if you can't do those things, we totally understand how money is tight. Another way to support this podcast is to subscribe, download, and review, and to get others to do it too. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Tell me about it. And, and you can always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for the blackest hour in radio. I mean, it is. It's so black. It's so black. It's so black. It's it's chock full of black. It's blacky. Sometimes I question whether or not I'm black enough to be there. Well, I mean, when you were next to Stephanie, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Stephanie Miller bringing it. All right. Here we go. This idiot was sent to us from Jeff Y and Donnie J. Two two titans in the <laughs> fight against the stupid. Absolutely. Okay, they came together on this one. Florida man allegedly pulled out machete when karaoke song denied. I need to stop right here <laughs> for just a minute. I want to talk about 
my first problem, which is machete. <laughs> oh. What is going on? I have asked this question a number of times. If you, you have. have an answer, please write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and let me know what the answer is. Am, am I the only person not carrying a machete? It <laughs> yeah. seems like people have machetes on the ready uh, way too much. I'm telling you, because, you know, we had one. But, you know, but now we have an axe. An axe? Yeah. My husband sleeps with an axe next to the bed. This is not. This is not. <laughs> this is not. Okay. And a pair of gloves. First of all, he has asthma. Okay. He does. He the does. last thing he's going to be able to do is chop somebody down. <laughs> okay. I think, I think he thinks of himself as the woodsman. I think, <laughs> I think he needs a slingshot or something like a bow and arrow. Something we don't have to get close to the people. I just don't, I don't see it. And on my side of the bed, see, see, he's low tech. I'm high tech. I've got like 400 million, uh, million amps of uh, taser on my side of the bed. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know how old you guys have gotten in the last year or so, but you are not under any attack. I don't know why, what is going on that you guys are going to bed armed like this. Look, Florida man is facing charges after he pulled a machete out at a bar when his karaoke request was denied. Travis Jordan, 39. Okay. Was arrested. Uh, first of all, I need everybody to back up off my man Travis, okay? okay he was what? going through some shit, okay? Was he? Was this he? Is like, you, read between these lines. <laughs> between okay. the machete and the karaoke? <laughs> okay. He 39. He would listen, listen, he was arrested and charged with disturbing the peace. Okay. Which he did. He disturbed the, the mess out of the peace. On a Sunday afternoon. This is this is what karaoke on a Sunday afternoon sounds so innocent, doesn't it? It sounds so safe. Well, this is what I'm Travis. telling you. Not with Travis. Travis, this is what I'm telling you. Travis was going through some things. We this is you gotta put all these things in the hopper, okay? He 39, he got a machete and he's singing karaoke. This sounds like heartbreak. Okay. 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 Here's my thing though. So apparently he took out this machete because he had it concealed um, after his request to sing another karaoke song was denied. Now I would lo- <laughs> like to hear his other karaoke, because it sounds to me like he'd already sung a few. I want to, if there's recordings, I please get them to us. Please, Jesus. Please, God. I want to know, was it the quality of his voice? Was he singing the same song over and again? Was he like, at first I was afraid. I, I was <laughs> And they were like, if you sing, Travis, don't you go up there. Without and you by that, my side. Stop singing that goddamn Gloria Gaynor song. So many nights. Over and and oh, you done me wrong, Travis. And I grew strong, (laughs) Travis. Stop, carry on, Travis. Travis, we've had enough. What I like is this woman. What did she do? She talked him into handing her the machete. Yeah, and then called the police. And then called the police, (laughs) which was very smart. Was very smart. Deputies found Jordan with bloodshot eyes and smelling strongly of alcohol. This and is heartache. my issue. What is and heartache? heartache? What is the stench of heartache? Oh, it's worse than alcohol. That's what I'm saying. Listen, let me tell you something, okay? Again, you guys served him. Well, at the bar. 
That's right. And I guarantee and he was crying. Mad. I guarantee he was crying. I <laughs> know I he mean, was crying. To anybody who would listen. To anybody <laughs> who would listen. Okay? Okay. So my issue is like, you know, and, and this is, you know, we're talking about drinking because I'm, I'm, I am finding more and more, especially the more we do idiot, that people right now, I think post COVID cannot handle their emotions. Well, are not handling we were doing feelings. a great job of it before COVID and post COVID we are in, we are in current traumatic stress. That's like, right. not post it. No, I think we're posted, but nobody's everybody's got to fuse this long. I'm interested in defining out what Travis Jordan's uh, what what's going on with him in his if he has a record of any sort before this, because thankfully this person didn't have a gun, because what we keep seeing over and over again is the slightest disappointment, the slightest confusion, the slightest inconvenience is setting people off to shoot. But here again, he had a machete and luckily he was dumb enough and, and drunk enough to get talked out of half, you know, holding it. But I just, I mean, remember how like, remember how like sometimes things didn't go your way? Well. And then you were like, oh, that sucks. And like, maybe you complain or you bitch or you journal, or maybe even you got a little bitter, a little shitty. You're one of those people honking all the time. But what you didn't do was create a disturbance and threaten the lives of other people. Because you couldn't get what you wanted. And in this case, was this karaoke song? Because here's the thing, they can't stop you from singing. You could have walked right outside that bar and sang whatever the hell you wanted. He could have stood <laughs> up and just started singing it. That's right. You could have gone, left that bar. They could throw you out if they want. Left that bar. Walk down the street singing as much as you wanted. As long as you didn't do anything to disturb anybody else. But I'm going to tell you the problem with trolls and people like this. Okay, who can't control their emotions publicly. They think that, you know, oftentimes that the public is supposed to receive what they are offering, which is their bad behavior, you, you know? know? You know what the Shelton Helensky, um, or Shelton Nugent, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. Shelton Nugent Institute. Mm -hmm. um, we've, we've been working on, we have a charity that I, I have to say thank you, actually, I showed to the Calier, um, Calier Helensky School you know what, for you know what, just recent a, donations. You know what, you know what, just a, a, a thank you note would just suffice. You didn't but even really have to say what it you did. I mean, you donated, they donated thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to our journal program. Uh, get, give every American a journal. <laughs> Some people get two. Because <laughs> they got okay. a lot of writing. They got a lot of complaining to do. And they that's what that that's what it's for. You can put all your thoughts, petty and large, into it. And it holds them. And it's like, this is the thing. It's better than Tupperware. You shake it, nothing falls out. Raccoons can open it all they want. They can't read it. It doesn't matter. And that is why I we have I we've been trying to contact through the Shelton Yugen Institute, the people who um Travis Jordan's people, but nobody's admitting to being his people right now. But if we can get to Travis, we're gonna send him some journals. Well, this is a quote from the Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey said, uh he said, unfortunately, Jordan's actions didn't earn him another song on stage, but they did win him a trip to the Ivy Iron Bar Lodge, where every night is open mic and he can sing any song all night, all he wants all night long. Okay, I'm I'm getting real sick of sheriffs joking. Okay, I'm getting real sick of your tight ten. Okay, I'm gonna put that in my journal right now. I'm sick of sheriffs <laughs> tight ten. Okay, look, dude, 
I, I don't also, can I just say, look, Trav, just Travis, Travis, you know, he needs some help. Okay. Well, you know what? I don't know if jail time is the thing he needs. He needs help. I, and I'm not kidding here. I'm not kidding here. Uh, doing this segment, doing this, this podcast has taught me a lot about the fact that we as a country, and I don't know if it's worldwide, but definitely as a country, we no longer know how to deal with our emotions. Yeah. We don't know how to feel them. We need Mr. Rogers back. Which is so ridiculous to me mm -hmm. that we need somebody to talk to our inner toddler. Mm -hmm. Who has become our grown ass adult. That's <laughs> right. Right. But still with the same, with the emotional complexities of the toddler. That's right. And, but, 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 and this is the problem. And this is the problem about healthcare, mental health care and education. People, the, the fact that we allow people to walk around here, uh, undeveloped. Thank you. Without any skills to cope with their own emotions. None whatsoever. Then they have kids. And they make a little monster. And then they have they have an even worse monster than them. And then go, we can't control it. This is, I'm telling you, it's a problem. Sometimes in life, a little no karaoke is going to fall. Okay? <laughs> okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes there's going to be a limit to how much you get to do something you like to do. And you know what you have to say to yourself? You have to pat yourself on the back and say, Travis, you could come back tomorrow and do some more karaoke if they let you. That's right. That's right. Every turn don't get to be your turn. Every boo. turn don't get to be your turn. I know a two-year-old, my little two-year-old niece right now, her favorite sentence is, I don't want it. <laughs> favorite sentence. <laughs> I understand, Travis. You don't want it. I understand. Yeah. 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 Next up, this is from Donnie J. Texas man claims little boy's ghost pushed shopping cart into his $25,000 car causing damage. Now, when I first read this, right. I said, oh, he just faking. He trying to get like the spirits to pay for his car. No. Which is, uh, which is hard though. <laughs> Kobe Todd. 21 said a spirit followed him home and to work the next day. That's stalking. <laughs> that is stalking. And he needs to talk to uh, the interdimensional police. Cause... He really does, because that's stalking. That's not all right. All right. Kobe was leaving work at a local supermarket in Texas when a shopping cart flew into his car. After reviewing footage, it seemed the cart appeared to move on its own, causing Todd to believe it was a ghost. I'd like to I'd like to um, throw down a, a flag, mm -hmm. uh, a vocabulary violation hmm. on the word flu. <laughs> cart didn't fly. It rolled okay. as right. carts do. It rolled into his car. Mm -hmm. Now, it may have rolled at a high speed, but it never flew. Actually, you know, it, it, it not only did it not fly or roll, the, the reality here is that there are a lot of things that make things roll. The wheels. Yeah. <laughs> facilitate the movement. That's why they're there. 
Now, had a car picked itself up and flown into his car, I might be more inclined to go with to go with Kobe on his journey. Okay. Well, the Texas man claims a mischievous child ghost caused the car- shopping cart to fly at his vehicle, and he says he knows the ghost. All this right. Sounds like a personal interdimensional problem. Yes, it does. <laughs> Well, well, here we go. Now, here comes the stupidity. This is where it gets stupid for me. Mm-hmm. Kobe Todd is 21. He's from Pottsboro, Texas. He recently went ghost hunting. See, I'm going to stop you there. When you go, see, Thank you. to me, if you go ghost hunting, you can cross that word out, hunting, and you're saying you could go and ghost shopping. Okay. Hello. Thank you. If you go looking for it, you're shopping for it. I, Francis, thank you. This is, I'm telling you something. You you messed around and you found out. Okay. You want to know, this is the thing, white people. And I need this, white people, listen, stop looking for ghosts. (laughs) Okay. Cause you know what? Sometimes your ass gonna find them. Is that ever done to anyone? I've never heard anybody be like, oh, I'm so happy I found this ghost. Look, I don't care. It doesn't matter if I believe, you believe. It doesn't matter. What matters is, ooh, have you ever heard anything scarier than in that horror movie, Skeleton Key? Yeah. I think it was called, right? Mm-hmm. When uh, Jenna Rollins, is that, is that her? Yeah, yeah, Jenna Rollins. Where she's, where she's, she's being inhabited by the spirit of some... um form of slave witch doctory people um and she looks at this at, at kate hudson mm-hmm. and kate hudson is like oh i don't believe in this voodoo i don't and she goes oh child i think you do <laughs> yes you do i think you do believe i think it's you like, do oh, i do it's <laughs> terrifying this is the problem well, you invite this in now you got a dent in your car and yes. we're mocking you see yep. <laughs> both things have happened yep well see he recently went ghost hunting in a nearby town well guess uh. what the ghost found you per your order per your see let me tell you something why ghosts don't follow me home because mm-hmm. i ain't looking for the asses you're not looking for them you don't okay. go to the house knock on the door and then be like hello ghost you don't do that right i don't do that shit. i don't mess with that shit. i don't, I don't sit down and call up ghosts okay no. No. Now, in my mind my spirit no. or in word or deed you know, I know you don't watch The Bachelor, but on The Bachelor, I think it was this season, they did one of the little dates, the group dates they went on. The Bachelor, they had like a woman who was basically kind of doing some level of a seancey kind of thing or mm-hmm. inviting the spirit world in. And all the people, they're all like lighting their candles or talking, like paying attention, really into it, except the black girl. The mm-hmm. black girl, she she looks really concerned when she, they first say what's about to happen. And she looks at the woman <laughs> and she takes just the slightest, almost imperceptible to most people, but as family is the fam that she's i watch take a little step back like oh i'm not gonna get in this shit i'm gonna get no. this white people shit this is what no. listen to me people we love you white people you know we're big supporters huge some of our favorite people some of our friends and relatives are white people we have them over for dinner all the time look you've got to stop doing this okay <laughs> that for me for me that's the stupid part is to say i went hunting for ghosts went and found them and they came back and now it's a problem no 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 you got exactly what you were looking for that's right but you can't text right i was supposed to contact you but then to throw something at your car (laughs) you said you wanted this interaction 
You went hunting for it. Then let's go for this problem. And this is a failure of education. When we see something that we don't understand, okay? <laughs> when we see something that seems to defy our comprehension, the first answer is that, oh, it's a ghost. a ghost. Could it be? And he's trying to say it wasn't windy that day. Okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check that out myself. But could it be gravity? Because this is what I don't, I don't know if you've been in any any shopping uh, cart areas recently. I'm sure most people who are listening have. We've all had the experience of a cart rolling into our car. Right, that just started rolling. Because gravity inclines, wind, somebody, perpetual motion, it's all, look. It's the reason. Thank you. It's the reason why you return the fucking cart. Because you don't want to be a fucking asshole who That's leaves right. a cart that potentially, in, not because you, you, you wedged it someplace, but right. that anything could cause that cart to come loose and roll backwards or roll into somebody else's car and cause somebody else a really shitty day. So that's why you take the cart back. Thank you. But the first place we go is not the other dimension. That, <laughs> I'm gonna need something more than the Did the shopping cart also scream and rain blood? Then you got me, okay? Right? But it just rolled? That's what they do, bitch. They roll. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> not poltergeist. Uh, so this is what he said. He said, he went ghost hunting and he said the next day when he was leaving work at the local supermarket in Dallas, Texas, when a strange and spooky moment occurred, a shopping cart flew into his car. This is a quote. When I got in my car and shut the door, I realized the cart had hit it. Yeah. You know what? That's not, that's not. You did an excellent read on that. You really I just made that, you to made make that, that interesting. Yeah. Interesting and exciting and That's like, what, oh, to do. what the hell's going to happen next? But let me tell you what is probably one of the least interesting things in the world, a shopping cart rolling into a car in a shopping park, parking lot. That's, <laughs> not that's for, an every, not all day long, all day strong. Okay. Look, I understand, Cody, your, your life is a different, I don't know what goes on in your life, but what I do know is you need to stop fucking with spirits. Also, also, look, if you, this is, this is my thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it how I feel it. If you are trying to find sensation internally or externally through ghost hunting, you need to find some other hobbies. Again, <laughs> okay. This is another candidate for our journals for America. Maybe you need to journal Cody. Because journal. what he really wants is the fame from it. He wants the notoriety. Well, now you got he it. wants the spec, and that and that's the problem with a lot of people in this country right now. They are they are looking for some attention, and they want to be special. And mm. let me tell you something. All right, and I wish, you know what? Maybe we should make a. Uh, uh, app or something. Today is your special day. And everybody who's on the app, maybe we pick like a hundred people a day or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it'd be like, this is Kobe. He works at a supermarket. You know, we'll say some great things and it might be nice to Kobe because you don't have to go searching out for fucking ghosts. Look at you. You see what you've done? You see what the stupid, the stupid people have done to Francis? Now she's trying. Now she's trying to get you some kind of attention so you stop fit. Do you see what you've done? I want Do you, you to see have what some, you've done? I want you to have some positive attention. 
Okay. You know what? We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. The next idiot is from Matthew G. <laughs> things quickly became heated between the players and the father-son duo, resulting in the son reportedly exposing the blade of his sword during a Monopoly game. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have to say, all Black people have to kind of recuse themselves from this story. <laughs> okay, why? How many, how many fucking boards have you ever seen flipped? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, this is where I have to tell Francis something that she may not be ready to hear. Hmm. Francis, that's your family. <laughs> what? What are you saying? What are you saying? I don't understand. I don't understand. I have told you this before. I've, I, I, I've, I've kept it from you. I didn't know it would. I hope we would never have to have this discussion. No, 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 seriously. When people play Monopoly, no, that's your they family. Flip, they flip the board. Like that's somebody, somebody loses their mind. Somebody might get stabbed. That's your family. I'm sorry. What? That's your family. Okay, no, I need you to write to me at Frangela. Zero eight at gmail.com and tell Please me do tell right to Francis and tell her your family don't get fucking stabby at fucking Monopoly. No, the rest of us just quit playing the game. I don't think that I've ever played a Monopoly game till somebody wins. At some point, either people get bored, tired, or somebody's like, look, I can't anymore. And they get, stand up. And so we don't, we don't ever. That's your family. And I haven't wanted to say it. You've told me before that that's why when you have game night, we can't never play Monopoly. Cause you're like, look, you know how Monopoly gets and I've just let it go. I didn't want to upset you, but here we are. I have never had this experience and you're the only person I know who has. Every time every black person I have this conversation with about Monopoly, all, talk about fucking flipping the board. They're all saying, nobody wanted to tell you. Nobody wanted to tell you. Come on, somebody else. Uh, Your seriously. family is extremely violent there. I didn't want to say. Okay. I, okay. To say. Okay. I mean, not that there aren't stabbings at my house, but they're just over things that are really important, like pass the salt. You know what I mean? No, like, Monopoly can get you stabbed in, in my house. Why the fuck can't you just pass it when a bitch says she wants some salt? I gotta ask you specifically. Okay. Like, I'm just saying. Uh, I got you. I got you. See, yeah, you know, if somebody is caught, like, Stealing money from the uh, parking area that okay, could get yeah, back. Yeah. That get you killed. That happens in your family. <laughs> that will fucking get you killed. Okay. Okay. I or somebody didn't get their money when they pass go. That'll get you killed. Okay. okay you know what? You can't you know be what? the banker and sleep. Okay. 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 So okay, a monopoly game in Brussels, which is weird because that's not Francis's house. No, it's um, not. Turned bloody. After an irritated, I object to, I think this is not an adequate adjective, irritated man approached the players with a Japanese samurai sword. Police say that the fight erupted around 5 a.m., which, <laughs> come on. Internationally, it doesn't matter. No. This nothing is, good. Nothing good. This is the witching hour. What I get to what 5 a.m. tells you is they've been playing this game too long. There's right. A, there's a possibility they started this game 12 to 24 hours before. <laughs> this time yes because we all know how monopoly is because mm -hmm. people get to making side deals and mortgaging to stay in the game yes absolutely let me tell you something i've told you it is murderous in my family murderous 
I I I still don't know how your cousin survived that one. <laughs> I mean, was everybody armed? Seriously, seriously, y'all don't really y'all don't flip the board, really. Oh, no, I've never seen a monopoly board flip. You've never seen nobody's gotten ang so angry that they flip the board and then the fight no. breaks out. No, never. I mean, every time. I'm not kidding. When I was a kid, every time. This begs the question, why did y'all keep playing Monopoly? Which is why when you come to my house, I say, we can't play Monopoly because you know how that gets. I've always just said, oh, yeah, yeah, girl, yeah. But I've never had that. I mean, only thing I ever knew about having the Monopoly because they said somebody, we get bored. Somebody gets bored with it. You know, mm -mm. no, my people get angry. <laughs> they, they get, hazard, you know what? Hazard a little a supposition. Tell what? me if I'm off track what? with what? this. What? Is this anger about something else? Well, they, here's the problem. This is why I don't invite people to play Monopoly because it reminds them too much of life. Okay. <laughs> about something you will never experience in life as a Black American, which is a Monopoly. Exactly. And when you're drinking Cuvassier, and Monopoly don't mix. No. Okay. No. Or but they or, but unfortunately they think they do. They do about Cavassier and Cognac. They think they think it thinks it's sort of I would say akin to cocaine in it's making people feel like gods or like they're doing really well. Yes. Yes. People get this illusion of their own grandeur. It's kind of like how Donald Trump is all the time. That happens at a certain level in the bottle. Okay. So this five a.m. When there was a four people had been playing the popular board game on the Where? sidewalk, on the sidewalk, which is also, I'm going to tell you something. I really do believe in reading the room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. If I saw somebody at 5 a.m. on the sidewalk doing something, I would walk around them. I would ignore them. I would say, this is going to end at some point. All right? Mm -hmm. Call the authorities. Call the authorities. But what I do people. know is I'm not going to step to them. Apparently, uh, things became heated because the neighbors did get, they were waking up the neighbors. And right. um, players in the father and son duo resulting in the son bringing out a sword for defense okay you you can't be the first and only person with a weapon for defense mm -hmm. you can only call defense when there's somebody on the offense <laughs> okay <laughs> there is no defense without an off so nobody else had a weapon right then you were the one escalating the conflict right well you came outside and you you and dad were going to settle the hash and make everybody bust up this game right but you're not the police and also can i tell you something as francis has already made very clear maybe we don't step to people who are in the middle of this kind of a monopoly game that's what i'm because saying this is a special kind of people they're on the sidewalk playing this shit. they clearly don't care about disturbing anyone no no which makes them crazy which and makes them dangerous that's right and this is the thing about crazy you might think you crazy until you mm -hmm. meet somebody crazier that oh that is one of my favorite life lessons when you think when you meet and francis you know you've seen me back up up you've seen me back up of one time this man usually when people bring up say they're people white people especially and i love you you know i do will often say for, when they're from michigan they're from detroit when they they from a good two three hours outside detroit <laughs> okay mm -hmm. and, and and i always call them out on it i'll be like really really detroit because my family is in Detroit. 
For instance, one time somebody did that and I didn't say anything. Mm-mm. And it was it was a black guy. And Francis was like, you didn't say anything. And then he asked me, he's like, well, what part of it? Because Francis was like, oh, Angela's from Detroit. And you looked at me like, I can't believe you didn't say that. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's all right, it's all right. Because I knew he was where he was from. I knew he was from the east side. And let me tell you what you don't do, you don't mess with east side. That's <laughs> okay, right. okay. That's right. Because that, like, you just know that, that that's going to jump off. There's some tensions. Okay, I don't want to, <laughs> but there have been some tensions. So he said, uh, uh, he was like, where are you from? I was like, you know, Rosedale Park. He was like, ah! <laughs> he goes you're a princess oh you want in britain i was like oh and you were like you look so shocked because this is the thing you just when somebody outs you yeah you accept it and get really like, oh, just oh don't go further because ultimately what happened that people got hurt and who got hurt the most the one who brought out the damn sword the sun. that's right he cut an artery yep Yep, because the player tried to grab the katana and remove the holster. The son tried to grab, get it back. We're now we're in a tussle over a katana, a that, uh, over a sword that didn't need to come out. That you brought out for your defense, and now you were hurt by it. See how that doesn't work? Yep. So now both the injured Monopoly player who was discharged from the hospital and the son are arrested. And and I'm going to tell you, you know, I've lived in the city my whole life. I like, you know, you've heard me talk about I've lived next door to crack houses. I've <laughs> lived across the street from whorehouses. Mm-hmm. I have lived across the street from um, adult bookstores. You need to know how to read people on the street. <laughs> Okay, you need to know how and and what's worth getting involved in. Oh, see, here we go. Assessment. There's a whole there's a whole section on assessment in the Mindful Thief. It's a whole. I mean, and I know that this isn't a thief situation, but I think the Mindful Thief is good for all areas of your life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, it's 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 a help. If you haven't already ordered your copy, you should. You should. You know, because it's it's you're you're on assessing a situation, reading the room. It's it's just it's really reading the crime, understanding the limitations. It's very important. It's very important. Next up, this is from Karen W. Man, this is from the family. They say man drained account, tossed one hundred dollar bills from car. Okay. Okay, this is, I think it's going to be a story of woe. <laughs> or pure unbridled joy. Depending on what side of the interstate you were on, I think. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Interstate 5 in Eugene. Yes. Oregon. Mm-hmm. Apparently at 7.30 p.m. one Tuesday recently, that was the place to be. Yeah. Police say a 38-year-old man threw fistfuls of $100 bills from his car window, causing other drivers to stop their vehicles to collect the cash. Duh. Colin Davis McCarthy reportedly told police who were concerned about the potential hazard he was causing and asked the public not to go to the scene to look for money. See, you stupid right there. That that to me is actually the first stupid thing that's happened. Yes. Is the police saying, whatever you do, please do not go to this intersection to collect the cash that's being thrown. Because <laughs> all that did. <laughs> where we gotta go? Where did where did we come <laughs> I mean, motherfuckers peeling out. Peeling out. He he told them that he was in a good financial place. 
and wanted to use the money to quote bless others let's stop let's stop and rarely an idiot does this happen but rarely in any of the week do I feel the need to stop and give a humanitarian award. I'm telling you. Okay, because in today's times, you know, when, when do people, who among us, when we get some fortune goes, you know what? Let me just spread this joy around it. And this was a lesson to me. Mm. Okay. An inspiration See, to be ready to pick up money off the street. Okay. <laughs> ready and able and willing. When I first read this title, what I thought, my first thought was, oh, this is somebody going through a divorce. This mm -hmm. money is oh, supposed you to had, go. You look for some reason, right. some rationale in the but, action. And I was going to say, I said, he is going to have to give this money over. And it, what it felt like, it, it feels like one of those, you can't have it. I'll give it out to. I'll burn it. I'd rather burn, burn it than it. see you have it. That's right. what it, that's what I thought. But then. He's saying, okay, he's using the money to bless others. Law enforcement was also reportedly concerned about littering. littering. Though perhaps needlessly, because they looked for bills in hope of preventing quote unquote. And that would be the only reason. Further hazards. That's the only reason. But the police say the bills appear to have been all been collected. Let you know me what? tell you. Can we take our hats off to the Oregon PD real quick for, for that bit of detectivery? Let me tell you something. If you found, if any one of those, I guarantee you, if the cops found a $100 bill on the ground, it went in their pocket. It found its way to their house. It found its way. I can tell you that. I can tell you it didn't have to take the highway. Apparently, McCarthy says that he dispersed $200,000 in total. My Sun Coast reports his family would like it back. <laughs> oh, well, now, hold up, hold what? up. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Are you, wait, what? Oh, wait a minute. His family would like it back? Well, see, for instance, what has happened is apparently the cash, they say it came from a bank account that he shared with his relatives. But because his name is on the account, he accessed the funds legally. And, and that basically means they don't have any way to get this money back. He didn't steal it. He mm -hmm. had access to the account. He took the money out and he blessed people with it. They've asked anyone who collected bills to turn them over to the police because the cash is very much needed. Okay. What, what what have we learned? What have we learned here? Before, with the, what, this is amazing to me. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of issues. I need to. I need to a little bit more reportage. Is this a family like a family trust? Is this a family like my household family? Being, um, I live with my my mother. You know what I'm saying? You want to know who the members of the family are, I what their relationships. Know, mm -hmm. I want to know if this is a, a, a wife, soon to be ex-wife, because I think, I really do believe that the, the Bless Others is a cover story, mm. because this seems spiteful. But let me tell you what I think is the most important part of this. It doesn't matter. Mm -mm. The reality is this is an excellent time to review what I like to call the rules of banking. Yep. <laughs> so... Name on the account, that person has access to it. They don't have to have a reason for anything they do with that money. Mm -hmm. As long as they've paid taxes and everybody's aware that money is there, that's it. Yeah. So when homeboy's name was on the account, that was where the problem started. 
Not when he threw it out the window. And and I'm going to tell you something. McCarthy won't face any charges over the incident. And to me, I have to say, as much as there may be spite here, Francis, there's something beautiful. And I don't want that to get ignored. Mm. Because often when I've been spiteful, I haven't thought of a way for my spite to bless others. I've just been spiteful. Mm. There's been no positivity out of my spite. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. He could have burned the money. He could have just taken the money, all of which would have been legal. But what did he do? He gave it out. He gave it out. He let it blow through his hands. They could have come to that intersection, the family, just like anybody else, and mm-hmm. tried to recover what they could. But I'm going <laughs> to say, I'm going to say right here and right now, everybody stop. Pull over if you have to and ask yourself, who has access to your accounts and why? That's right. Because it doesn't matter. This is something that that through the sort of end of life issues that I've seen in my family and other people's families, especially, this is a really important thing to have mastery over. Yeah. Okay. Like my problem here is whatever, because I agree with you, Francis, I believe that there is some negativity in this blessing somewhere. Yes, I do too. I really do. And you know what it feels like? It's deep because he didn't even keep it for himself. What it feels like, he went someplace where his family didn't like or wouldn't have liked, and he let and he let the money go. It was almost like you know, you know how you you know we uh, these days here in Los Angeles, when you sit down in a theater, they tell you who's stolen land you're sitting on, mm-hmm. right? And there's something about this that brings up thatness. There's a racism or something. Like a historic wrong? Yeah, like a historic. This feels like an old, is it like it feels like an old pain? Yes. Like, and that this, whoever this, Colin Davis was saying, you know, mm-hmm. now watch, now watch the, this, the wind. If this is what you value. That's right. Watch. Watch. watch watch the ephemeral nature of it watch it slip away on the wind <laughs> and, and and bless other people bless people that you can't control who gets it and gets to see it i have to tell you there's a certain je ne sais quoi what can i say to this that that i have to say and i know it's but maybe we don't know the story this guy could be an asshole okay that's right but what i do know is on that day on that day in eugene Oregon, some a bunch of people, potentially two hundred thousand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> had a really good day, and I'm going to tell you something. If you've ever had the joy of being able to give somebody a tip that was a really good tip, or if you've ever been the recipient of that really good tip, it always shocks me how little it takes, mm-hmm. how absolutely little it takes. Did you know for a couple was it twelve hundred dollars? Joe Biden got half this nation's children out of poverty. Yep. When you think about how little it takes, I have to say whatever, whatever pushed McCarthy, Colin Davis McCarthy, let me call this Colin Davis McCarthy day, because what the Colin Davis McCarthy message is to me is no matter what is going on, is there a way for it to be a blessing for someone? That's right. Well, let's review. We have Florida man allegedly pulled out machete when karaoke song was denied. Okay. Then we have the uh, Texas man who claimed the little boy's ghost pushed his shopping cart into his car. Mm-hmm. And then we had things go awry when uh, a man brought a katana on out to talk to people who were playing a Monopoly game and got cut up. 
And then we have the man who drained his, allegedly drained his family's bank account uh, by tossing bills from the car. Of course, he's a hero. So why don't, I mean, <laughs> right, right, on right, some right. level from a certain perspective. So I believe he's out of the running. I, I, where are you going? I'm going Texas man, because you went ghost hunting. <laughs> you got what you asked for. That's right. You you found a ghost. And you found a ghost. You didn't say you were going uh Casper the ghost hunt. No, good ghost. Bad no. ghost. No. You just said ghost. You didn't specify. No, and you weren't you didn't even make any any rules like, oh, and I this ghost can't damage my car below the deductible. You didn't even say nothing like that. So no. No, I I, I guarantee I, I I agree with that, Francis. But I I think I gotta go with Monopoly game because I feel like the first of all it's two people, and that always bothers me. You know when there's more than one person involved, mm -hmm. and and also sword and Monopoly people. This <laughs> like these are not these things should never be in the same sentence. Okay, ever, ever, ever outside of Francis's household. Well, I'm just saying, like I said, I'm I'm recused from this. I'm recused. I, I understand in your household, a sword would actually be a de-escalation. I would. understand that. But under normal Monopoly playing situations, this is, a, look, Prince, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time in this country that when you, when you had a heartbreak, well, somebody hurt your feelings, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. You needed to play your little breakup music. Maybe you, you found a mix on the Apple, on the iTunes. You know, the, the heartbreak mix or something. And you sang your Gloria Gaynor. Mm -hmm. You know, you sang your Taylor Swift. Yes, you did. While driving in your car. But what you did not do, what you did not do, <laughs> was take down everybody else's evening with it. No, you didn't. At the karaoke. No, you didn't. Angela, there was a time in this country there when everybody knew Everybody knew the rules of Monopoly. You put the board out, you have a couple drinks, and then somebody gets stabbed at the end. Why are we acting okay. like we don't know the rules okay, to Monopoly? I don't, 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 I don't know him name. I don't know. I can't bear you. I can't bear you. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, people acting like they don't know how to play Monopoly. That's how you play. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are for Angela. Thanks for listening to Edit of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.